Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. My name is Josue Cardona, and I'm joined by Laura Taylor. Hey! Laura, it's just you and me? Yeah. We're going to do a bonus episode? It's been a while. I know, I know. We got these other people on the show now. Oh, you-, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know we love them. We do, we do. And uh, so... Uh, there's been, I mean, we, we talked about Batwoman so much, le- you know, leading up to the Elseworlds crossover that uh, I wanted to talk about it. We haven't talked about it at all, you and me. So we're going to do that now. Yeah. It was my geek therapy, I think, last week. But It was. It's true. True, but true. We haven't we haven't really discussed what was so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, you know, geek therapy is all about celebrating stuff. So so uh, let's, let's uh, have a... Full spoilerific discussion of Elseworlds. So, if you haven't watched CW's Elseworlds crossover, which was a crossover between, uh, in this order, Flash, <laughs> Arrow, and then Supergirl, um, go ahead, just just skip this episode. It's no problem. Just just go to the next one. It's okay. Uh, we're just gonna geek out a little bit about this. Uh, no segments, no news, no nothing. Just um, reactions and discussion. So that's your spoiler warning. Let's do this. You did watch all three. Of right, course. Okay. Of course. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Elseworlds, uh, when you first heard that, did you were like were you excited about it? Did you did you know anything about it? I know nothing about most of the big crossovers in comics and things like that. I know that it cha- every time it changes the world in comics, <laughs> right? Um, but I was excited because I knew Batwoman was coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I heard Elseworlds, I my. My impression, or what I th- what I thought I knew about Elseworlds, was that it was like, um, like you know, Marvel has those what if comics. Yes. Right. So yeah. I always thought that Elseworlds was something like that, and it's it's something it, it's more similar to that than actual crossovers. It was um, non canonical stories, and I believe that Gotham by Gaslight was the first ever official um, Elseworlds comic. But you know, but like non canon stories are things that happen you know, are just a part of comics. So it's like not main continuity. And I know it gets kind of confusing, but that's, so when I heard that, I was like, oh, wait a minute, like what, what does this mean? And really they just use the name as an yeah, excuse to mix things canon. up. Yeah, because this is canon. This is canon for the shows. Exactly, exactly. It's funny because they could have done something that was just completely not related, you know? Mm-hmm. But they didn't, they didn't. It's a, it was just, it was really just a, a crossover. So, and then what, what they did was just kind of mix things up, uh, but, but that doesn't matter. Let's just talk about Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have to say, aside from Batwoman, I really enjoyed seeing uh, Barry and Oliver having to flip roles. That was a lot of fun. It was funny to have like a... Uh, it, w- it was so funny how they kept... I was about to say a Freaky Friday situation. But but no, it's more it like was a Quantum, Quantum Leap. Leap. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if it was Quantum Leap, they would see their reflections in the mirror. So it's exactly. not exactly that either. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the time I laughed the hardest was when um, when he had to break... when uh, Oh, this is going to get complicated. When Barry, <laughs> who everyone thought was Oliver, had to break his thumb to get out of the... <laughs> Out of the handcuffs. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. it was dislocated and his thumbs just flopping everywhere. And I was like, (laughs) what the hell? Oh, this is great. Yeah. I thought so. I knew it was going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> There's one thing that happened in that scene that was is really funny, which is that um, I think Oliver is the one that asks, um, "Like, what if we need to go to the bathroom?" And then Barry's like, "Oh, there's 
there's a toilet right here. And it's so funny because from the first season of The Flash, when they started using that space as a prison and they would lock up metahumans in that space, I always thought like, that's kind of like, how do they go to the bathroom? Like, how do you feed them? Like, what happens? <laughs> it's so funny they kind of address that. It's similar on Supergirl. I don't see toilets in their like little holding cells. Mm, that's true. Mm. That's true. <laughs> mm. It's the little things. Maybe there's a secret toilet there too. There's got to be. But anyway, Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was, so she's really only in the second episode. She's got, is, a, she's got a line in the last, in the last episode. She's, she's got one line yeah. in the third one and then she appears at the end of the first one, but she's really yeah. only in the, in the middle one. Yeah. So I was very disappointed that we didn't get more Batgirl, Batwoman. Yeah. Ah, so yeah, I, I was too, but you know what? She's going to get her own show. So mm-hmm. hopefully we see lots and lots of her because mm-hmm. Ruby Rose as Batwoman, that was the most amazing thing ever. I know a lot of people have complained about like what? Her performance. What are people complaining about? They're complaining about her performance, whatever. She's supposed to be quiet and brooding and whatever. She's just like her cousin. Yeah. <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah. I didn't see anything. Uh, I didn't, I didn't think anything, you know, weird about her performance. I thought, I thought she was great. I thought she was perfect right like when they walked into the building mm-hmm. she's just waiting for them up there she's all just charming cool. and yeah. charismatic and, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and cool and cold also mm-hmm. at the same time yeah. you know um too cool for school <laughs> <laughs> and she's sitting at that desk right when like uh and and addresses them and she looks like a badass i don't know that whole thing i know what your favorite part was my what was my favorite part when she walked in to the room with the suit and she just mm-hmm. stared at the suit. It was amazing. <laughs> there's something, but there's something about having seen that suit in comics um, and seeing Batwoman in comics and being able to see that transformation. Even like other superheroes, I like that moment of you realize they're about to become the hero. Like they're going to mm. be that person. Yeah. Um, when I played uh, Arkham VR, my favorite part, and I haven't played that much of it, but my favorite part has been suiting up and becoming Batman. So, mm-hmm. like, I think there's something about the transformation time that is like the coolest. And uh, it's funny because the not in the 52 run, but in the first uh, Batwoman runs, so like Elegy and those, mm-hmm. uh, there's this because of the art, she looks otherworldly. Mm-hmm. Right, like so. So does everything else in those comic books. She, in particular, she's so pale, and her her hair is so red. And even as Kate Kane, she's pretty pale. But oh yeah, they make yeah. her paler as Batwoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that they didn't need to do any of that, and the suit still looked cool. The hair still like it was obviously mm-hmm. Batwoman. Right, there's no mistaking her for any other character. The only way they could have made it look more like the the suit in the comics, I think, is if they had put something over her eyes that was white that she could. See uh, see through, yeah. but um, it was it was awesome. She looked awesome. They kept yeah. the long red hair as part of the thing, which is really smart on Kate Kane's part. I'm just saying she looks nothing like Kate Kane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that she uh, that, that Kate. There was no bullshit about Kara being. Supergirl, right? It's like mm-hmm. obviously you're Supergirl. <laughs> I loved the interaction at the at the end of the episode with her and Supergirl. And Supergirl's like, "Yeah, I know you. I know you're Kate Kane. X-ray vision. Oh, and I can tell you've got a lot of tattoos because they yeah. had that. Com- it was so. Oh, it was. I'm just like really. 
you two, like, in an alternate world, Kara could be gay and they could be together and it would be wonderful. <laughs> but it would be such an odd couple thing because one is so bright and cheerful and the other one is so not. So yeah. that's one of the things about the Batman Superman comics that I really like mm-hmm. because they show them. And, and not necessarily, I know there's been World's Finest um, collections, but specifically Batman, Superman, and Superman, Batman. And they made those, a World's Finest joke. They ah! did. They did. <laughs> but in the Superman, Batman, Batman, Superman comics, they present them not just as colleagues, but they're basically best friends. Mm-hmm. And they're so different. And I love it because you see when they, they arrive at a situation, you see their thought bubbles and the way they look at the world is very different. And even the way they see each other is like, you hear them commenting on each other and I love that stuff. And mm-hmm. we're not going to get that. Like, we're not going to get something that fleshed out. Like one of those comics We're I don't think we're going to get a movie anytime soon. I'm really disappointed that Batwoman is on earth one and not earth 38 with Supergirl because we're going to get less of that. I mean, yeah, they can hop through a portal and go over, but like, we don't, we only see so many crossovers between uh, Arrow and Flash and Supergirl. So, oh, well, I have a lot to say about that. But um, even, even if they were on the same world, we wouldn't get that all the time. And I think that, yeah, like, we'd need uh, a, a show about them, which, like, I'm okay a having a full cop, season. Mo- a buddy cop movie or a buddy cop show. It would be yeah. great. Yeah, or a whole season. Uh-huh. That would be, be amazing. Um, but I think, like, again, I don't think we're going to get something like that in the in the movies. Definitely not a Batman-Superman yeah. buddy movie. Not anytime soon. And then on TV, like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do that to Supergirl, you know? They wouldn't, no. like, they wouldn't change up a season. I mean, like, on Netflix, how they did The Defenders, something like that, like a mm-hmm. miniseries where they get to go on Called a World's long, Finest, that would be yeah. cool. Yeah, long adventure, something like that. But so I'm just going to jump to the end. Right at the end of the uh, the crossover, right on the last episode, mm-hmm. they flash on the screen Infinite uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. So another major crossover that I know is major, but I don't know anything about. <laughs> so check this out. Check this out. I have one, such a hard time with crossovers. It's hard to pay attention to what's going on. It's true, and this one this one's kind of old. Yeah. Um, this is one of the older ones. Uh, I believe it was '90s. Um, but in that one, one of the things that happens is that basically a lot of the, like the heroes of different worlds, like the the reality is changed and there's like one earth instead of infinite earths. Oh, oh, so, so maybe they all get to be on. So that's a theory. That's a theory. Then we could at least get like, oh, I'm going to pop over or I'm going to call Kate Kane or I'm going to, that would be cool. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that in a Crisis on Infinite Earths isn't necessarily next year's crossover. I think it could be next year's seasons. Hmm. Especially since they said fall. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the way, again, none of this has been confirmed by CW, but the, the easy bet is that it's a crossover. Mm-hmm. But I think that if they're going to meld all of the world into one, at least the CW ones... And including Black Black Lightning, like just bring yeah. them in there, put everybody together. Then that could be a, a whole season long thing. Because uh, when Flash went back in time and he did Flashpoint, they went with what they did in the comics. Like he changed reality for all of the shows. Mm-hmm. 
it didn't affect Kara's world, but it did affect you know all the other shows in in this world. It affected um, in Legends of Tomorrow. This one character had a daughter all of a sudden, and he didn't because he was time traveling. So when he came back, he realized he had a daughter, and he didn't. He never knew her because like she wasn't there before Flashpoint. And uh, oh, wow. one, one character on Arrow, uh, John Diggle, he had a son. And then after Flashpoint, he had a daughter. And that was one of those moments where Barry's like, oh, no, like I rewrote these, uh, the existence of a person. And it's so strange because eventually he tells John and John is like so confused. But at the same time, he's furious. Like he had a son and now he doesn't mm-hmm. have a son anymore. He still loves his daughter, but... It's so, oh man, it's so, yeah. so things like that have happened. And so I think that the CW is, is slowly, um, like there, there's just like, what else can you do? You know, like you're already crossing worlds. You already have a time traveling show. So why not go crazy and do something like Crisis on Infinite Earths? And some of the things that I'm excited about that could happen in that is at the very least, like one thing, one possibility is that all the worlds come together. But the other one is that we see more of other worlds. So check this out. When uh, I think it was the first episode, Kara goes to Smallville and they play this song <laughs> from Smallville TV. TV my series. wife smacked my arm and was like, Smallville. <laughs> and they used, I believe, I'm pretty sure that's the same barn that Clark lived in. That was the same red truck. Like It was the Smallville set. And they used it for uh, Clark and Lois in the Supergirl uh, world. Mm-hmm. So that was super exciting. But there is a uh, photo that Stephen Amell, who plays um, Oliver Queen, posted on, I believe it was on Instagram. I saw it on Twitter. And it was him in a conference room with the actors that played Clark Kent and Lex Luthor in Smallville. And they were he was screening something for them. Huh. So I thought, oh, maybe they're going to show up in this crossover like, i thought that they might be in elseworlds they weren't we got something completely different but what if he was just showing them that and then preparing them to appear in the next crossover or or next year's event i have very very detailed fan fiction about smallville <laughs> crossing over with the arrowverse based in, in part on 10 seasons of smallville and the comic books that came after that are canon and continue the story and there is there is so much potential there Plus, there's there's also the fact that Gotham is finishing right now. Yeah. So what if, like, Batman is on the table starting next year, you know? At the very least, Arkham Asylum is. I don't want, I don't want that, though. When, uh, when Batwoman appears and, and then they go to Arkham Asylum after, I was like, oh, well, let's see what, um, what Batman villains they're, they're going to steal or they did that arrow didn't steal <laughs> that they're gonna put on there how many did you find not that many i mean so there was riddler and mr freeze mr freeze scarecrow yeah there was that mm-hmm. but i i mean arrow has always been just a knockoff batman and they they made fun of themselves so much about that like the way they addressed it was perfect just so perfect and that's what I like. This whole, the whole, the whole three episodes of Elseworlds was fun and mm-hmm. and making jokes at themselves. I mean, comics, anything can happen. So I think what they're doing with this show, as long as they feel like their fans can follow it, anything can happen. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, and I stopped watching Arrow because one, I didn't like Oliver Queen's character, and 
too, I, I don't know, some things are just, uh, I don't know, it, it, a lot of things bothered me, and I eventually stopped watching it. But if you watch the first season of Arrow, that show is so serious. Mm-hmm. And then you get to this where he's like, you know, swapping bodies with Barry. And, <laughs> and he's like, he is, I've seen uh, like interviews with Stephen Amell, and he's like super nice. He seems super down to earth. Like he participates in wrestling matches. He's always reaching out to actors from other series. And mm-hmm. like he, he loves his job. And he's very different from the character, the way he started on the show. And slowly throughout the series, he's become less grumpy. But he's still, this showed he's pr- still pretty grumpy. But, but, <laughs> but I think you could see like he's, it's like, He's he doesn't seem like a grumpy person. He seems like a someone who's not grumpy trying to be grumpy. And that's mm-hmm. not how he was in the first couple seasons. The first seasons yeah. he was he was just serious. You know, like this is no joke. Like there's no smiling, there's no joking. And I mean, I, I think it was really funny when uh, again that part where he acknowledges that he's like, "No, I'm the original vigilante." It's like Batman's not real. Yeah, oh, it's so good. But I'm I'm surprised. Why wouldn't you want Batman in this world? I think it would take away from Batwoman. I think they've done so much. Like Supergirl, Superman's around, right? Um, not anymore. But not anymore. I liked how they kept him. Because if Superman's around, he can just come and save the day all the time. And they don't need Kara. But they've kept him far enough at bay and address the fact that she is stronger than him and can take care of herself. Which they um, did again mm-hmm. a lot in this episode. In, in this one, setting yeah. it up for him to, to be gone. But he explicitly um, said it again, like, you're so much stronger than I am. I think that if Batman showed up, Kate Kane would be a sidekick. And she already kind of, it, she's taking over because Batman's not there. And I don't, I don't like that piece of it. I think she's strong enough to be on her own. And that's something that I've liked about the character in the comics, that she's her own hero. She doesn't need Batman. And I hope, I feel like bringing Batman in it would kind of overshadow things. I like that the CW shows have shed light on characters that people wouldn't necessarily pay attention to as much in the comics. Like, if you have Batman and Superman, why would people want to watch Batwoman and Supergirl? And the answer is they're badass and they're awesome. But I don't know if your average person would think that, you know. See, so I don't think that we need a Batman show. Right. But I wish that he existed in the world that, that Batwoman exists. Because if you if you make it, like if you embrace the mythology of Gotham City and you have all of the Bat characters there... I want. I want to see the dynamic between Batwoman and Batgirl. I want to see a Robin show up. You know, I want them to see like we've seen the the Batman always exists in the comics, and Batwoman still has these amazing adventures on her own. Yeah. But when they come together, right? When like Batman calls a meeting and there's like a big crisis, like sometimes they need a lot of people. So I, I wish like it bothers me that Clark is in Metropolis. Mm-hmm. And in that whole first season of Supergirl, the only interaction that they have text is... Text messages and emails. Yeah, twice, right? So, like, but that's, like, the, that family dynamic is there. Like, that family dynamic in the Bat family is so interesting. It's so unique. And it it's never been explored well on TV or in movies at all, mm-hmm. ever. You know, and this is the opportunity. And if you take Kate Kane, which is really, like, the outsider... You know, like literally the redheaded <laughs> stepchild of of the Bat family 
who is very much um, she's very independent and she doesn't need them but there's still something about everybody being together like because it bothers me even more if there are okay so she is in control of all of Bruce Wayne's assets and she's taking over Wayne Tower and the Wi-Fi password is Alfred like all that stuff is like wow like oh like Either give her her own thing, you know? uh-huh. like if you have to have all that stuff, then have it be there. But give her her own stuff too. She doesn't have to just be a substitute for um, Bruce Wayne, which that bothers me. That bothers me that they, yeah, like they're, yeah. they're not. It's it's like they can't write, you know, uh, stories that that include both of these people in the same world. Well, because for the longest time, Green Arrow has been Batman. Like that's what it's been. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. Yes and no. Like I think I think a lot of the things that um Arrow did the, the a Gotham City show could do better. Plus mm-hmm. there's still lots of things like like yeah, you can't touch Ra's al Ghul because our Arrow went through all of that. Yeah. <laughs> all exactly. the Al Ghuls were were there. But that's fine. Like you can and that doesn't mean that at some point Bruce didn't cross paths with with Ra's al Ghul. There doesn't mean like again, there's just so much stuff. Like I yeah. I've mentioned Titans a few times and titans in one of the first episodes you have so you have robin you have the the star of the show is dick grayson mm-hmm. and he meets up with raven and starfire in the first episode and by i think it's the third or fourth episode jason todd shows up and he had no idea that he had been replaced like that there was a new robin <laughs> holy shit like that was an hour-long drama on television where dick grayson is dealing with the fact that there's this new kid who took over for him and he's still mad at batman for for a number of reasons and there's this new kid who's like kind of a dick <laughs> right and then they have like this weird brotherly relationship that's caused because it's like like a new step or like a like a long lost brother kind of thing right it's like oh because they both have to deal with batman yeah Yeah. and they both have robin outfits and it's so man like there's so many cool things that can happen in that in that bat family and plus all the villains right like all the villains you haven't touched you take i don't know i don't know i think i haven't watched gotham so i don't know if people are batmaned out but i think i think Having that as a backdrop and seeing it through the the lens of Kate Kane would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That's my dream show. I, I doubt we'll get that, but I wish like the whole thing. Like, oh, he's been gone for three years. It's like okay, so you're setting up. They're gonna set up her having to go res- rescue him. That's what's gonna happen. Uh, maybe I don't know. I I doubt it, but maybe. I mean, like maybe they could go all out and be like, oh no, like he was he was gone with the Justice League, and then I don't know. I don't know what they could do. Like Justice event? League, like um, so, super, super. Oh, oh, Superman's not on that. Yeah, world. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there, there's ways they could do. There's like ton. Like remember Justice League Unlimited? There's a lot of people they could, <laughs> they could yeah they could deal yeah. with. Which reminds me, one of my favorite things that happened in the episode <laughs> was when the Flash from Earth ninety was it. It was Earth 90, right? I, th- I, think. I think so. So the Flash it from Earth 90. It was a number. <laughs> yeah, it was a number. Uh, when the Flash from Earth 90 looks at John Diggle from Arrow, he's like, oh, I didn't recognize you without your ring. Yeah. Now, this is another one of those uh, like uh, uh, fanfic moments for me because for years I've thought, okay, what if we just don't know that John Diggle's middle name is Stuart? Right? When right? he said that, I was like, oh, he's Green Lantern. <laughs> but he's he's like, I forgot what stupid name he has on arrow um because he's just he originally he was uh oliver queen's security guard 
like a like a personal mm-hmm. security a, a bodyguard. And then he discovered he was Arrow, and then started helping, and then he kept helping, and then eventually he ca- they gave him a code name and a helmet, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, plus, he's one of these heroes that he literally just shoots people with guns the whole time. Yeah. But I always thought it would be cool if he eventually became Green Lantern because in, in the comics, there's a history of Green Lantern and Green Arrow being buddies. They're not so much lately, like in the past decade or so, yeah. but it used to be the case a long time ago. So I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff they can do. Like like you said before, they like the possibilities are, are endless. They've they've pretty much embraced everything that they could. Or at least I, I feel like everything's on the table, like you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. It was it was fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I don't watch I don't watch Arrow or Flash anymore, but this crossover it reminds me of why I like those shows. Um, yeah, like I really like the characters. I I really really like Mister Terrific, and I like Cisco, and I like um, the supporting cast, and I love everybody that's on those shows. So uh, it's like it's like bittersweet to come to visit them for a little bit, and then send them off on their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I think I think the next crossover or the next season event, if they go big, it's an opportunity for for change. You know, it mm-hmm. could be. I don't know. Like wh- the reason I w- I stopped watching Flash was because after they did Flashpoint, everybody went emo and depressing, and and Flash was the happy show. Yeah. And Arrow was the the dark sad one. <laughs> and when everybody was sad and and gloomy on Flash, I didn't I didn't like it anymore. So I kind of I watched it for a little bit after that but then I I stopped. Supergirl is still consistently bright, I guess. But the, I don't know. There's new reasons why I don't like this yes. season. The, even with the dark season that's going on right now, she is consistently still bright and she is inspiring. Yeah. Um which I like that they pointed out in the show, saying like, I mean, Oliver was told, uh, "What's his face? Oh, I can't remember his name. Whatever the the guy controlling everything in the episode, mm-hmm. um, like, if you want to save this world, you need these two people. They are the best of us, yeah. and they are the bright, happy people." Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, on that note. I know you mean bright as in like joyful and you know, yes. like, like optimistic. <sighs> how'd you feel? Let me tell you how I feel about them <laughs> uh, spinning the world around to turn back time. My wife, first I, thing she says is it doesn't work like that. I, so that is, that is. I mean, it's a thing from the comics. It's the stupidest thing that ever happened in the, in the Superman movie, the original movie. He does that. And other than that, I think that movie is perfect. But that is so ridiculous. And the fact that... This time they upped it. It was two of them going in the opposite direction. And so just one... Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so exactly. So it wasn't even... So the way they did it in... It's so stupid. It's I was gonna say it's less stupid than in the original Superman movie, but it's just as stupid because in the original Superman movie, what he did was he spun the world. He went in the opposite direction of Earth's rotation, turning the rotation of the Earth and turning back time. Right? It's like I think the technically in the movie he didn't travel back in time. He made the world like he reversed mm-hmm. the world's uh, timeline, so things undid themselves. Which is ridiculous. But then this one, they like slowed it to a halt. I guess if they would have kept going, they would have 
done that, but they were burning them. I don't know. That, oh, man, that kind of bothered me. And it bothers me because, like, Flash is super, super smart in the show. And technically, Kara is too. I don't think they really touch on that in the comic books. I mean, um, in the show, how she's Kryptonian, so she's probably a genius. Yeah. They were both like, oh, yeah, that sounds like the perfect thing to do. It makes perfect sense. Let's go do that. I, uh, mm. Oh, that let hurt them me. have their stu- let them have their goofy stupid science. Oh, <laughs> but the rest of their goofy science is is good. Oh man, <laughs> that was really that really bothered me. It hurts. It hurts just to talk about it. <laughs> oh man, oh that hurt a little. Well, anyway, I I, I have I have high hopes for Batwoman, mm-hmm. but I'm also concerned. Because as much as I have enjoyed the CW shows in the past, I don't, I, I really don't watch any of them. I don't really watch Supergirl now either. I started watching the season after skipping like half of the last one. And I don't know if I ever caught up. I usually just fall behind and, and feel okay. I don't know if I'm going to watch any of the others. So Batwoman worries me a little bit. And it's kind of the same reason why, although I do want Black Lightning to be in the same world, I think Black Lightning is really good on its own. Because it's not part of the the universe of the others. So but then not, you just said you want this crossover to pull him into it too. I want everybody together. Yes, on the one hand, but on the other hand, I want them to leave that world alone because it works. I don't know. I'm conflicted. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts on on the crossover? No, I just I can't wait for more for more Batwoman on TV. I can't wait. Ruby Rose is the best. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I man, I hope. Yeah, it's gonna suck because if she appears again, I mean, she, potentially she could appear easily on Arrow or Flash because she's on that Earth. Mm-hmm. But it'll be a little harder to to have her on Supergirl. I want more Kate Kane Supergirl. I love when Supergirl is goofy and like cheerful <laughs> and is played off of the brooding one. And she has had that for a while with her sister on Supergirl, but I want so I want some more and I want Alex on Supergirl to be happy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Well, and I think the biggest change for Supergirl after this event will be that Superman is leaving. Yes. Which is uh, again, like like they're gonna have a baby. You have the potential of episodes where Kara is babysitting a super baby. Like you <laughs> like oh man, I think I think they're writing out Amazing possibilities. <laughs> I mean, he's going to Argo. She's gonna want to go visit her mom. Have they shown Argo on the show? Yeah, they've gone. They've gone there. Yes. Okay. You okay. missed that. Yeah, that I was. Did. Yeah. I was just wondering if that was outside of their budget. No, they went. They went to Argo. They spent the end of last season there. Then I definitely didn't watch the end of last season. <laughs> yeah, you need to. Yeah, she goes there with Monel. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Is Monel there? Uh, not right now. Okay. Did he go back to the future? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Did you watch the end of the season? Yes, I did. It was a while ago. <laughs> but yes, he did go, he did go back. He didn't want to. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well. well go check out some Argo. Maybe. Maybe I'll go check it out. So much stuff to watch. Oh, man. Well, I think, I think that'll do it for our, uh, bonus episode on CW's, Yeah. CW's crossover event elseworlds it was a lot of fun it was a lot of mm-hmm. fun i'll be i'll be back for future crossovers for sure 
it was it was good enough that we decided to do a bonus episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to talk about it. So thank you for joining us for this bonus episode. Uh, and as always, check out uh, more Geek Therapy at geektherapy.com. Uh, talk about this TV show and any other TV show that you want on our Discord at geektherapy.com slash Discord. And yeah, we'll be back very soon with another bonus episode as we are wrapping up the season. My hope is that people go on vacation and then look down at their phone and are like, whoa, there's like four episodes this week instead of one. Our holiday presents to you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Happy holidays. Remember to geek out and do good. I'll be back very soon. You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and all of our podcasts, visit geektherapy.com. And for extra content, including our monthly book club and other perks, consider becoming a member of Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash geektherapy. 